It's time for Two Birds and One Stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel-good show to get you going. I woke up so motivated, so We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. You see, I got all my game from the streets of California. I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we smoke weed, we're just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. My mind, they said... You could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? This gift is a curse. Forget the earth. He's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Successful. What's up, buddy? Hold on. Gotta bring my buddy in here. We gotta get my buddy in here. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing good. You? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing, I'm doing as good as I can do. How's life treating you out there in Michigan, buddy? Nice and the weather is better. Oh, I feel that, though, man. So, of course, we have one meeting today. It's, of course, Two Birds and One Stoner with Mr. Trey. I've got my buddy from the High Tide Stick Show uh, joining us today for the show. Yeah, that's right. It's Chris Watkins. Give away Chris. Love Chris. We love Chris a lot. Uh, excited to have Chris on the show, uh, per usual. Uh, love to get Chris in here all the time. He's been part of everything I've done. I mean, the only person that might have been around more than you is my own kids, literally. Um, so we're here now. We're in a position where we're trying to figure out what's going on. We got a scandal, and that's what I want to know about. I want to know about this scandal, Chris. So. Uh, without further ado, I do want you to kind of, you know, lead into what's going on, why you brought us here today, what this scandal's about, you know, the whole nine. You know, I hate, you know, we weren't supposed to be talking about politics, but... I do read politics. It's not normal politics. However, sometimes it's hard not to, to get into that because they interweave. Yeah, and, and this subject totally does. Because what's happening is... Uh, Former Michigan House representative on the Republican Party was the lead person in approving medical marijuana dispensaries, grows, licensing. You know, yeah, any type of licensing. He had everything to do with. Okay. Okay. So. How did we get here, Chris? How did we get here? See, I don't care what party you're from, in a sense. I, I, I'm simple. As long as you can accept election results, as long as you can understand that a loss is a loss, and as long as you're abiding by the law, I don't have a problem with you being a Republican. If you're anti-things I am, I just won't vote for you. We don't have a problem with you being a Republican. I don't have a problem with a Republican who understands the cannabis industry being in charge of cannabis in Michigan. I just don't have a problem with that, right? But when you start talking about what you're about to talk about, everything I just said goes out the goddamn window. Yeah, because, like you say, it's not really the fact that he's a part of the Republican Party, but... He was someone that was totally against cannabis in the first place. So you got a guy who was not pro-cannabis in charge of cannabis. So that's a red flag already. I mean, let's just be honest, man. Huge red flag. Yeah, and see, and this all jumps into where someone of power has abused their authority. So do tell then, how? Well, he has... Federal okay. charges on him. That's not good. Just going to point that out. <laughs> Never right, no, this isn't just state level. This is federal. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. taking bribe. Uh-oh. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. Uh-oh. 
I got a sound for that. Oh. <laughs> and here's the crazy part because now are we going to be looking into people that were trying to get licenses back in 08 when the industry first began and going after these people because they were denied? I think you have to consider an honest question here. You have to get real. You have to ask yourself, how are you so tribal with these parties and all this nonsense? I mean, let's be honest. Some people go with good intentions and some people, uh, you know, they live up to those good intentions per se, right? And, and, and let's be honest, some people go <coughs> with not the best of intentions, right? And, 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 and we've seen that issue before, right? So we always have to continue to be willing to look back at the situation and be willing to ask ourselves, are, are we gonna accept that this is the status quo, that it's okay to be corrupt as a politician and it's okay as long as you're from the right party or it's okay because you know the right guy or it's okay for this and that and the other, but it's never been okay for me, Chris. It's never been okay for you and that's my problem. It, it definitely makes you doubt you know, the whole political system. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. D Democrat or Republican. Absolutely, libertarian, throw them all in there, man. You throw me in there, I'm an independent. I just fuck with everybody to be a dick. Throw me in there too, I'm part of the problem too, I believe it. I believe we've, as a nation, I think that we've hit an impasse to, the, to a degree that, that there's just no way that you're gonna get people going much further forward to be able to trust cannabis legislators, to be able to trust but especially, like, for instance, they don't know how the sausage is made. They don't know how the game is played. And the problem is, is that when you don't, then you get to find out it from me, like your dad. It just it sucks. You, you don't want me to tell you, because I'm like, hey, look here, fuckhead. Let me tell you about what fucking really happened, you little shit. But anyway, no, seriously. When we talk about scandal of marijuana, when we talk about money exchanging hands, when we talk about taking bribes, when we talk about... Um, uh, anything in that in that walk of life, I think that we ultra find that 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 that's going to cross party lines. People are greedy, right? And it's not just him; it's three other people with the same charges. All right, continue to do tell. So this is almost half of the board that was issuing licenses. Oh wow. So this is a bigger problem than, than even that. Oh yeah, because we're talking over a hundred grand a piece. Okay, so we're talking big Chiba here, big big bucks here, a hundred grand a piece. I mean, that's a, in that area of Michigan, that's a house, dude. Like that's a house. Yeah. Colorado, that ain't, that's, that's, that that ain't even a townhome. But, but where you live, that's a house. It, it's a couple of nice houses. Um, nice. Okay, I don't know if I can let you say that to me. Because then I think Detroit when you say that, and I'm like, uh... <laughs> I'm like, Detroit is a fixer-upper no. town, but we got to figure out how to get Detroit back all the way, I'm telling you. Uh, they're working on it. Yep. Um, so, I guess my question is, is, so they've already been charged, right? Yeah. So, where is... Who's presiding over this? Where is this going? You know, people are buddy-buddy. At this level, it's going it, down in Grand, Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. So it's it's, yep. it's definitely not a federal thing for sure, though. At least. <clears throat> no, it's federal. FBI is involved. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, this charge holds up to a ten-year prison sentence. Oh damn! And up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars fine. Oh damn! Y'all ain't playing. No. Oh damn! You ain't playing. So, and the reason why they're in Grand Rapids is conflict of interest. What, in the capital? <laughs> yeah. I figured. Well, because that's where he presided. He's in the House Judiciary Committee. Wait, hold on. They had him on the, on the, on the, on the committee that actually oversees and oversights law? A few years prior to him getting on the marijuana board, wow, he was a house speaker. I'm telling you, man, this can't be right. 
You wouldn't think so. Dude, I'm telling you, this, this can't be right. Because, like, you can't just get out of this. It, it just doesn't it doesn't work that way. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's just not, that's not how it goes. They've already, they've already agreed to plead guilty. Wow. I mean, what do you do at that point? They're willing to plead guilty, so what's the punishment then? Like, what are they going to get? Is it an open sentence? Is a jury going to decide the sentence? Is it a judge? I mean, what's, what's are there are there premature sentencing guidelines for white-collar crimes where you're going to do at least this much time regardless? Like, I, I, I got to know. Hey, that's, that's a good question. I haven't figured that out this yet. Okay, that's fair. We'll have to, we'll have to table that. But I, but I think that when I talk about... Um, cannabis scandals and we've seen a lot of them there's been so many from the east coast to the west coast and back again from black market to front market to front street uh for the back grows to the back alleys to the front street everything we've seen it all we've seen it from scandalous um to, to from from being scandaled by not following rules laws or, or guidelines in areas we've seen scandals from distribution transportation and growth we've seen mold we've seen it all dude and them changing laws on us and you know make it hard for consumption lounges to open oh dude not just that but then here putting a cap on how many concentrates I can buy and it's all I told you it goes back to that kid who killed himself and his parents went on a fucked up crusade and went after everybody who smokes pot because they couldn't handle that their kid killed himself. And I'm not going to get into the schematics yeah. because look, on an older show, I was a dick about it, right? So I'm not going to bring that up. But I'm just going to say, I can't handle one person committing suicide. You can't prove in any way, shape, or form it has anything to do with marijuana. You blame marijuana. You, you I mean, you're literally... Not to bring up politics, but you are really following the Republican playbook. Make up a phantom issue, problem, or scare, and then run with it. I mean, that is literally room for madness. It's it, it's it's the conservative church-backed base um, playbook, guys. And I mean, we, look, I'm not here to bag on churches, and I'm not here to have that that level of debate with you guys today. I promise you, not even the least bit. It's the week after Easter. I'm not even trying to go there. I promise you. I'm not a I'm not a religious guy to that degree. I'm a very spiritual guy though, but I'm anti-organized religion straight up. I will not deny that ever. Um, we don't have to agree on that to, to get along or to have a conversation, people. But I am definitely and have always been very anti-religion since my probably my mid-20s, for sure, at least that long. Um, what I do is I prescribe to the philosophical teachings of Marcus Aurelius for Stoicism, and I literally read Buddha for yep. peace, and I find quite often that with acceptance comes peace, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> Shout out to the homies out in Florida. Shout out to the homies overseas. Guys, I don't know if y'all know this, but the Wake and Bake America radio station is now available on nearly every podcast server you can think of. And then it's also available across the globe. And we are banging in over 70 countries, hundreds of downloads a day. Everybody's getting into it and interested. We're, we're always finding new people. We've got new shows coming. This is a great time for station identification. You're listening to the Wake and Bake America America radio station. That's right. The Wake and Make America radio station where it's the home for cannabis platform podcast and shows. So Chris, um, and by the way, real quick here, you know, with 420 coming up, not a bad time to throw it out there. Get your order in with Sam's creation. She's doing a plate for 421 saying, why should the party stop? Find Sam's creations on Instagram. That's Sam's with a Z creations with a Z or find her on Facebook. She has a phone number for you guys. And I'm not giving you her a personal one because that's the one that's in front of me, but I don't know what I did with the commercial. Nope. It's not under there. Any weapons of mass destruction under here? Cheney? All right, all right, that was a cheap shot, but we are on politics. We're just on weed politics. So all jokes aside, when I think about weed politics, I think about scandal. I find it very fascinating that who gets in trouble for the scandal, my brother. It's always, like you said, this guy wasn't even cool about weed. Oh, go figure. The warden was the one stealing the money. Okay, Shawshank. It's a 70-year-old Come on, that was a good man. reference. That was a good reference. Shawshank was a good reference. Come on. The warden's still in the money. Give me that one, people. Fuck you guys if you don't like it. That was a goddamn good analogy. Go ahead, Chris. 
70-year-old white man. He's trying to pay for his retirement. I mean, look, at the same time as what you're doing is completely illegal, I'm not even mad at you for that. <laughs> I'm like, honestly? Like, boo, you got caught, bro, but I'm not even mad at you. Okay, so listen. Here's the problem with cannabis scandals. You can put your co- your hand in a cookie jar. You can put your what I like to refer to as put the hand in a cookie jar, right? But when you talk about cannabis scandals, my brother, what I keep quite often finding is that, yes, we're seeing um, what I would call, you know, horribly entitled folk in the cannabis community who are stealing from the kitty kitty jar. But then on top of that, I'm finding that it's people that ran on anti-cannabis platforms, anti-weed, we're not for this, no way, no how. And then when I ask, well, Jeesh, who the hell is a uh, 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 rep- who, who the hell is this dude? What is your rep- Oh, I'm anti-weed, I'm anti-weed, I'm anti-weed. Oh, turns out Mr. Anti-Weed had his hand in the cookie jar taking the weed money. How about that? Go figure. Don't forget, folks, you can give us likes on Podbean. So, Chris, we've seen the scandals where the... Now, I don't really... So I have a hard time calling the cannabis club owners refusing to shut down a scandal. The problem is, is... I will always listen. The history books are written by the truth and I will always end up on the right side of history on that one. And you know why, but what I will tell you is, is that I did have a hard time calling a lot of that stuff scandal back even back then, because I was like, it's wrong because, and because none of you are following the rules, they're going to take it from all of us. So it's wrong. But then at the same time, I'm literally sitting there listening to these cannabis rules. And I'm like, you know, Come on, man. Just follow them so we can get some shit done. And then when no one followed them, they said, oh, look, they're a bunch of fucking miscreants. And you know how the story goes. But I digress. That was it's been almost it's been almost a decade already since that started. Yeah. We're getting ready to start opening canvas clubs legally here in Michigan. Wait, 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 hold up. Wait a minute. Did you just say what I thought? Crowd, come on, show a little love here. I want to hear some love. I want to hear some love. I don't hear any love. It's making me mad. Okay, well, whatever. That didn't work out. Yeah. Like my whole mo. Oh, I know what I did wrong. Hold on, here we go. Crowd, show some love. Okay, that wasn't what I meant. Uh-huh. No pretty ladies in here. There you guys go. Jesus Christ! Whoever produces my show, I'm just gonna tell you. As soon as the show's over, we're getting a kick right in your dicks. Yes, I am. Right in the nads, Broski. So I've always been somewhat fascinated, like I said, with the fact that it's always some type of cannabis guy or this guy or that guy, but they're not really cannabis. That's, I think, the most frustrating part. Is this a gross misrepresentation of the cannabis community? Because you have a marijuana guy who is in some regulatory group that handles licensing, literally stealing from the kitty or taking bribe money, which is the same difference, right? And, and and then at the end of the day, dude, the dude wasn't even for it in the first place. Well, my thing too is I think they're not gonna punish him to the hill. I think he'll probably get a minimum sentence and whoever he tells on, is going to be the one that's going to take the blunt yeah, of it. Yeah, this is fucking bullshit. Uh, I was all saying. Well, especially, especially when he was the head honcho of the whole board. Right. You're the head of the board. You're the, you know, primary guy. You're the senior, senior legislator for your party, which is in charge, essentially. That's, and that's when you're in charge of a committee. Otherwise, you're just the other guy whose party's not in charge, right? Right? Let's, let's be honest, okay? You can't do shit um, when you're the non-ranking senior, when you're the ranking um, non-majority member, right? So basically, he's the ranking majority member who's in charge. And that's where, like I said, it's just very interesting because this is not low-level scandal. And that's why I agreed we should, I, I can move stories that aren't this serious or my fun little shenanigans I normally do because this is serious. This is not about Republicans. This is not about Democrats. This is not about Libertarians, Independents, none of that. This is, I don't give a shit who you voted for. 
you work for weed and then you got you took bribe money to give big cannabis licensing because i know where this is going who the fuck got that bribe money and who else is in trouble wink wink because here's my thing the only way you're not getting a maximum sentence when you take bribe money should be only if you give up who gave you bribe money right only way so the only way you're getting out of this shit is if you dime out who the hell you in, you in cahoots with so now granted i'm not trying to create victims in the street i'm not a son of a gun right like i'm not trying no, to, they, they, i'm not trying to get nobody killed they, they falsely they falsely obtained the medical marijuana license that is actually one million percent ten gajillion percent hello 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 fair my friend I mean, to be quite frank with you, that's exactly what happened is, is, is that it doesn't they matter lose their licensing. if the, every one of them should lose their licensing and then someone that actually waited and did it right should be able to replace that licensing because that's what it really boils down to is a limit of licensing so that it's not oversaturation of business. It's simple. We all know why. Right, exactly. But it, it's like I've always talked to you about Big money is had a front door in Michigan for the whole cannabis industry. Oh, I agree. I think that everything well, that goes on from that direction is same thing there too. Yeah, you know, eventually, I think what people don't understand is is nobody gets in the cannabis industry or any industry for that matter that's a true capitalist-minded individual. Nobody gets in the businesses of this stuff to be a uh, 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 small-time mom and pop shop forever. I promise you. It's just not that there's two. Everybody says they do. Don't get me wrong. And there's maybe there's one here or there that did, right? That, that, that stay true to who they are. And they didn't they didn't make millions either because of it. But the other ones, they was like, you know, they're like, yep, I'm doing it for the people. And then once they got there, they was like, ah, okay. Yeah, they see dollars time. But we do have what we're calling a craft cannabis industry in Michigan. Okay. That has taken quite a hold. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's okay. It's okay to have industry. That See, I don't want anybody to think that we're anti-industry, you know, because it's not even like that. But the reality is, is, is that when we're not anti-industry, um, I think that there's a point where I think too much starts to really poison and again, back to the word oversaturation, but poison or oversaturate everything. The situation, it um, it oversaturates um, the number of businesses, then everybody can't make money. But then also the big business takes over the saturation, if that makes sense. Right, and, and the big problem with some of that is, is, you know, us as advocates and people that, protest for our rights and what we believe in we need to stay on top of this because if we don't those big companies are going to take over well and I, I i sometimes wonder like for the sake of the cost sometimes i'm like the weed in colorado is still really good right but sometimes i wonder sometimes is it, it you know does it fluctuate because it's just a little easier to crop it now even though you can let it go a little longer and that is definitely possible. Or, you know, are you letting it go too long? I mean, there's so many things you can do wrong. We know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I done fucked up so many plants. I'm not even going to lie. I'm, you know, I'm a hands-on learner, so a few people had to die. <laughs> <laughs> I say it so proud. I say it so proud. <laughs> Few of you guys had to die, but guess what? Trailer got to grow some dank shit. <laughs> so, um, before we move on to what I what I what I what I just continue to refer to as the three dollar to one dollar disparity in the justice system, I did want to give a take a second to give a shout out to, of course, Rebel Hair Art at Studio One Salon, located on North Academy Boulevard in Colorado Springs. That's Rebel Hair Art at Studio One Salon. Get that hairdo, that fade up. Get one for me, because you know I, I, I ain't got no hair, no hair. But um, so check them out now. Before we move on, though, Chris, I just want to ask you before I bring you my, because you brought me your topic, and I find that cannabis scandal is 
in every facet of the business. I mean, dude, there were even scandals over in in, in cannabis radio, and 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 <laughs> bro, you know why I said I have to own my own unit at this station because I don't know what the fuck you lunatics are doing outside of me and i'm not trying to catch up into any financial none of that stuff so the easiest way to do is to not be involved yep yep I, I, and then just do my job i know exactly what you're talking about i always tell everybody i made the place money but you have to understand that i also stayed away from it once i made them in unless it was money to do with my show that's it your boy Man, I'm just telling you, when I smell something that just don't smell right, man, I know how to make sure that I take care of myself. That bottom line. Like, oh, yeah. You know, it, it just makes sense to me. So before we move on to the $3 to $1 disparity in the justice system, and I'll explain what I mean by that. I did want to just finish up on, on you, Chris, and just give you a shout out real quick. Chris Watkins on the show right now with me. He's coming in live from Instagram Live. We, got, we, we are on Instagram as well. You can find us at Wake, the letter N, Bake America Radio on Instagram. I'm Mr. Trey. You're listening to the show Two Birds and One Stoner on Wake and Bake America Radio. And of course, we're just wrapping up our discussion on cannabis scandal. And what, what we've really come to the conclusion of just kind of rambling along here is is that we've realized that along the way and through every facet of the cannabis industry rise gain and continuance what we have seen is that there's still going to be scandal it's no different than any other business i mean no there's scandal for there's scandal for liquor license bro there's scandals around fucking you know property values there's scandals around zoning where you can even put a club some people made sure you couldn't put a club uh in that neighborhood so that you just basically had nowhere else to go because they put 12 churches in that neighborhood I don't care. I should be able to open a nightclub right next to that church. Straight up. Because, baby, I'm a thug. And I'm also anti-organized religion, like I've said many times on this show and other shows. I'm, I'm a very <laughs> spiritual dude. Like, people don't notice it because you just don't look close enough. But, like, even right here, I have a... You can't see it because it's really tiny, but it actually has... It's a wheel that has a Chinese writing on it, and they're, the, they're mantras of Buddhism. So, like I said, you just don't see it because I don't have to shove it down your fucking throat. One. Right. But two, you don't see it because it's really tiny. <laughs> Around my neck. Like, you don't literally see it. It's just, it, to you, it looks probably just like a silver ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, um, so, yeah, I just, I, I think that we could come a long way if we cleaned up things, cleaned up the industry. Um... I mean, even I told the boys, bro, guys, there's nothing wrong with smoking some pot and, and talking about football or, or having a conversation like you and I are. But we, I, I told them, I said, I do you want to kind of clean it up a little bit in a sense of business-wise? Because, again, going back to just cleaning things up, whether it's in, in politics and in, in weed politics, especially in anything, there's nothing wrong with cleaning stuff up. There's nothing wrong with making no. stuff better. But um, there's and, – and just like there's nothing wrong with making this show better. That's what we do. So um, – I do want to go over the Justice Department numbers and my Justice Department story, but before we do, we want to pause for station identification, because you know what it is. You're listening to Make and Make America Radio. That's right. Be home for Weed and Stoner Podcast. Check us out at wakeandbakeamericashow.com or on Instagram at Wake and Bake America Radio. That's Wake, the letter in Bake America Radio. All your favorite podcasts? Yep, we're there too. It's wake in Bake America Show, or radio rather. Look us up. Can't even do the commercial right. That's why we're stoners. All right. Okay, so I, I was vibing to this music. I'm not going to lie to you. It's pretty vibey. You know, it had that vibe. So when we talk about justice, right? When we talk about arrest, um, when we talk about um, fairness, everything really, right? It really fascinates me, quite frankly, that I'm going to tell you that you know that I'm just a, I'm that dude. I'm going to go. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to dig stuff up. I'm going to pull up information. I'm going to read. I'm going to. Uh, 
I write notes like your mother wouldn't believe and then some and then I come back and I do it all over again to make sure that I'm right and then I scratch out what I found out was wrong and then I still end up with you know that's just who I am so I just wanted to tell you that quite often I've trolled through and I say troll um basically looking for shit to call them out on but I've trolled through things like justice department numbers I've trolled through things like uh arrest by race disparity numbers you know um, I've told through things like arrest by poverty numbers, like doesn't matter which color skin you are, do you got money or not? You know? Um, yeah, some of the, yeah, if you ever just want to have a bad day about yourself and society, just troll, troll through the Justice Department's like Statistics Bureau page, I, I swear. So, um, what I will tell you is, is this. I'm sitting here just flicking through it and I'm like, I just want to find one number that I can just tell you about before I tell you the thing I really brought you here to tell you. So Is this nationwide? Yes. But I'm about to tell you, yes. So, buddy, when I look at the Justice Department numbers, and, and forget that. I'm back on I'm back onto playing with my my sound effects and my cool little things, plus the in-studio audience that doesn't exist that's here. Hey. Win here, guys. Thank you, thank you. All right, so um, no, seriously though, um, it gets concerning to me. Um, it bothers me, and it makes me wonder, like, why? Like in a country that's free, why? What I'm about to tell you, why? I feel like I'm just, you know, sort of stalling for fun in the effect of it all. I'm going to tell you right now because I'm done playing with you. So what I want to talk to you about is a $3 to $1 disparity. Now, obviously you're like, okay, cool. But what does that mean, Trey? Because I don't know what that means. You just told me some weird thing. Well, it actually means something, Chris. The $3 to $1 disparity means this. It is the dollar per dollar amount that, here we go. Ready? Sweet. You know what? I think I want to do it this way. This will be better. Here we go. Ready? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Now, here's the horrific Federal Bureau of Statistics and U.S. National Statistics Justice Department statistics number that should bother every person on the planet literally is this the three to one disparity in the justice system is that American taxpayer dollars are spent at a $3 to one ratio on this $3 to the prosecution departments of the United States for every dollar that they give the um public defender's office so right out the gate the deck is financially stacked against you as a person because the the, the, the prosecutor's office has three more dollars than the than the public defender does to defend you now i would think that needs to be two to two or something but i mean whatever but it shouldn't be where the, the like if you're innocent until proven guilty, then shouldn't there be better money spent on your innocence and not just racking up charges on people? I know that we have rules and they should be followed. I believe that. I, I, you know, I don't believe in defunding the police. I think we need to restructure how we police. There's a difference, right? Um, I don't believe that we need to stop going after bad guys. Like, fuck you. Fuck no. I want to sleep good at night. I'm not one of those people. But if you keep shooting us and killing us, we will march them streets, dog. Like real talk. I think that there's a happy place. But when I hear that you're spending $3 on prosecution offices per $1 on public defense offices, when the people are supposed to be defended, that's just insane, Chris. So you're saying that the scales of justice have already weighed against you before you even get <laughs> So they look in their office like, nah! at least that's how I imagine. Them, honestly, that's how I imagine them. 
I, I told you I was going to bring you something that you've probably never heard. Wow. And I came across yeah, it no. and I was like, wait, but hold up for real though. So I was like, this can't be true, but it is. I wonder why it was so hard to get out of those charges. It, again, the racial disparity is not what I wanted to bring. It's not what I was wanting to come today with, right? It wasn't the racial disparities of America, no. I wanted to tell you that it didn't matter what color you were, no matter where you come from, in a sense, no matter what your charges are, even if you are the most vile person on the planet, based on the actual literal definition of what fair and equal justice is, then how is that fair and equal justice if one cannot afford an attorney and then the one that's appointed to him has the dex, the deck stacked against him? How is that fair and legal justice? That's the real question I've come with tonight. Right, because the defense attorney isn't making hardly anything. No. No. Um, prosecutors are actually paid better. Um, I think that the person that runs the public, I think the public defender's office should be an elected office. I mean, obviously, to run, you need to have a law degree, but, um, and especially a criminal law degree to be more specific, right? A defense criminal law degree to be even more specific. You got to at least have that, right, to run for that office, obviously, because you need to be qualified. There's that big that, that big Q word, right, qualified. We don't like ill-qualified people, so, you know, we don't want people who don't know what they're doing, right? Right, but, I mean, they, they, they can set standards where you would have to qualify before you could run. Right. My theory is that you should have a prosecutor and a defense and a public defender's office person who both literally run at the same time. They're not running for the same office. Different people be running against each other for those offices, right? And um, there could be, like for instance, you and I could not have been attorneys at the same firm. And then I and you are running the prosecutors and defendants of defenders office. You want people who don't work together, who don't get along. You're, you don't want people who are cutting deals and sending you to prison for decades for petty crimes. We just don't need that in America anymore. So what, what's the difference between someone who gets a lawyer on their own and someone who gets a public defender? Is there a difference? Oh, absolutely. Now, I, do I have the conviction, different differentials and convictions or whatever, the numbers that are different in front of me? No, not at all. Not even close. I, I, I apologize. Uh, I do not have that. And obviously I don't because I apologized. <laughs> but, um, but no, seriously, I think that it's a tragedy um, and at the same time a joy that quite more often criminal defendants do get off or less time or lower charges when they have a privately hired attorney who will argue literally on their behalf because they're literally fucking paid to out of that person's pocket. Like dereliction of duty is not a standard I can accept, sir, if you're defending my honor and I know I'm innocent for sure. Right. Oh, that makes you ashamed in the whole justice. Like I said, I, I was going to bring something profound to you that was way different today, dude. And that was that at the end of the day, how do we all sleep at night knowing that the Justice Department stacks the deck against defendants? Now, listen, you I, I get it. I'm not like I said, I'm not I'm not against holding people who do bad things accountable. I'll never be mistaken for that as a, as a radio host, oh, yeah, as a doubt. human um, you know, when I've made my mistakes in life, I've been held accountable. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, when the deck is stacked against you, in my opinion, that is a bit frightening. Um, you know, that is the the, the thing that, that, that worries me, um, you know, worries me for my friends, my children, anyone who can't afford a lawyer out of pocket. Right. Um, and then that's the other thing, too, is I think that there shouldn't really be lawyers like the lawyers should be paid for by the state. If you feel you have crimes against people that are serious enough, 
then you should have to pay for the defense and the prosecution and the defense should not be stacked against the person. And uh, people should, I just feel like you shouldn't have to mortgage your house to defend yourself because you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Because what people fail to understand is people go broke and homeless defending their innocence when they're innocent. And then at the end of the, and I mean, all it takes is someone to say something bad about someone. And the next thing you know, you're going broke defending yourself. Yep. What, what about the difference between um, black and white people being prosecuted with public defenders? Now, I got that number's got to be out of. Well, there's obviously already a racial disparity in the level of prosecution to begin with in this country. And that's blatantly obvious numbers that have been around for years and they haven't changed much. So we know that it happens, right? We all go, who thinks it happens? And everything in the class except that one or two dicks because they, they mom and daddy didn't raise them right, you know? They don't raise their hand. But the rest of us go, yeah, we know shit ain't right. We're all adults here. We can we can at least say that. Like, like I said, um, I find it hilarious that most people tend to hesitate to have a problem, I guess would be the word I'd say. Hesitate to have a problem with... Um, the law until the law has a problem with them. When I go, no, the law is a bureaucracy department of the government, no matter whether that's a, 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 you know, a city court, a county court, a, 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 a state judicial court, a federal court, a federal district court. Um, it does not fucking matter all the way up to the Supreme Court. It's all supposed to be fair and impartial. It's all supposed to be um a, a true like court, like you're, it's supposed to, it's supposed to work. It's not supposed to work against you. Right. But from the numbers you're giving us, no, that's totally opposite. And, and listen, white folks are going to jail, bro. You know, I'm mixed. You know, my mama is as German as they come. If you saw her, you'd be like, yeah, that, that motherfucker German. All right. Like I'm for real. Like she's like Toledo German, bro. But anyway, <laughs> and then like, and my father's from Puerto Rico, right? Which has been part of the U.S. since before he, long before he was born. You know what I mean? In 1955, right? And so, and, and he's, he's passed on now. Uh, I was born here stateside, and I'm a mixed guy who kind of sees things from that almost circular objective lens in a sense, right? And so I still watch my uncles go to jail on petty drug charges. My white uncles. I still saw my brown family members and black family members and friends still go to jail um i think who the cops chose to fuck with um tended to be more centered around color and poor so i'm not saying like you know like when somebody's all white folks get fucked with too and i'm like yeah motherfucker i'm saying but you cool with the fucking with all of us because i'm not Right. Remember the old saying, white people kill white people too, or whatever the fuck that motherfucker said. Or I said, black people kill black people too. And I said, so you cool with, with people killing people though? Right. Because I was like, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, not at all. All right. So, Chris, I appreciate you showing up today. I always love when you come in because we get into some real serious, cool stuff. And I'll be excited to get you back. Um, and I'll be excited when you have your show too, so you can hear that son of a bitch. Yeah, right. All right, well, that I'll tell you what. I'm getting some sick feedback, and I don't know why from your side. That's why I tell people to use Bluetooth headphones so I don't come through the speaker. But um, anyway, but I'm also going to do my As I Digress monologue. But Chris, thank you for being here. As always, a great friend. And he's got a show coming up, guys, so don't be afraid to check it out. It's going to be a uh, high tide stick with Chris. Well, I don't know what he's going to call himself, but I'm, I'm, I, I've always just called him Chris. I, he has, like, you know, like a real famous name, so he should just go with that. You know, like he's like the stoned Chris Watkins, although Chris Watkins does look pretty stoned a lot, too. Christopher Watkins, that is. <laughs> what happens when you grow your own shit? Hey, the, the professor, guys. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, so before I get out of here, um, I just want to say again one more time, thanks to Chris Watkins. Thanks for being on the show. Always a great friend. Always, always a wonderful person to have around. Just great. Um, I, love having, I love having him around. He knows, guys, 
you should follow him. Follow him. Get a hold of him. This guy knows stuff about growing pot that you could only dream of knowing. So follow the guy. Check him out. That's Chris Watkins. You know, say it one more time. Chris Watkins. That's my guy. Yeah, Chris Watkins from Michigan. Joining the Wake and Make America Radio Network of Cannabis Podcast. I decided instead of just giving you me all the time, which is something I should probably only say to my wife. <laughs> um, I, I want to tell y'all that uh, instead of giving, you know, just us the Wake and Make America show, we decided that, you know, Wake and Make America was, 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 had ran its course and had its time. And so we turned the whole thing into a radio station and made it a home for podcasters. And guys, we already have one, let's see, there's mine, then there's the football show, then there's Chuck and uh, uh, Dillinger from Michigan on their show. And then there's Newbie and the Doobie from Canada. And then there's uh, Scott and his wife are, are getting ready to start a show. And then Chris Watkins is going to be on a show. So we've got six shows right now um, coming to the station. Uh, three of them are already up and running right now. Newbie and the Doobie should be coming this week for 420. We're going to be dropping, celebrating 420 with Newbie and the Doobie. I will be in Denver uh, at the Civic Center for 420 with my guy, Hotbox Homie. That's right. You know him from Ray and Jerry's Wrestling. So I'll be up there hanging out. Those guys getting gnarly, dude. Having a great time on 420. So if you're at the Denver Civic Center, come find Mr. Trey. Come say hey and also if you ain't got a bag of weed with you i'm gonna be mad at you i got some nice stuff today though guys i got some wedding cake here which is a fan favorite but it's definitely really lovely looking there we go very delicious um tastes wonderful um and so yeah check out uh, i'll be doing i'll be doing some live cast throughout the day from the Denver Civic Center, they'll be posted to the Wake and Bake America show uh, podcast, Podbean Live. So you got to go to podbean.com to follow me all day. Otherwise, you won't be able to catch that stuff till tomorrow. There's a premium for being in the right place, baby. Shout out to my girl up there in Denver. How you doing, girl? We miss you. Um, so, um, but, um, man, didn't you mess me up? Angel, we love you though. Um, and then you messed me up because I forgot what I was going to say. But anyway, we love Angel up in Denver. I'll be up there. Unfortunately, Cammy won't be able to come with me. She has to go to her real, like, fancy people job uh, that she has. And I have my fancy people job giving me the day off because, <laughs> you know, they know, but they don't say nothing. And they just leave me alone because I'm good at my job. They know. I don't care. I live in Colorado. It's a medication. I will literally, people don't know this, but I will freaking sue, dude. Um, I live in a place where I'm protected, but, you know. Magical place called Colorado. I remember when everybody thought we were like, like, they didn't understand that, like, it was really just like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, they didn't understand that life was like that for us. They didn't understand that we really just went to clubs and smoked weed with each other and hung out. I, they didn't understand that. Like, when I told my friends in Florida, I was like, I manage a club where we smoke pot. And they were like, whoa. And I was like, Y'all don't do that shit here. But I I also forgot that there was a whole nother universe that wasn't cool. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, I just want to tell you guys that this little new adventure of mine will not get very political very often. But we are gonna we won't get into real politics much, but we will get into what I like to refer to commonly as weedatics. That's the weed politics of it all. Because, like on today's show, finding out that somebody who was utterly anti-cannabis. and utterly against weed ended up also being taking bribes from weed people for weed licensing. It's not a good ding-a-ling-ling. That's just saying I'm getting the answer right. It's not good. They're fucking, these are fucking horrible, deplorable people. And I don't care who you vote for. If you're taking bribe money for licensing, you're undercutting other people that deserve that I mean, dude, uh -oh. not cool. I mean, straight up. There are hardworking Americans out there that want to start a great cannabis business, and all the time, it's some prick taking bribes from some jerk-off who's backed by billion-dollar, million, okay, billion was probably too far, but million-dollar donors, million-dollar donors, and it's just wrong. And I just feel like, America, we have to do better. We have to be better. We have to be better at holding people accountable. 
Chris says, follow the money. Exactly. We have to be better at following the money. We have to be better at figuring out who is, you know, skimming and scamming off the top. Who's taking money underneath? Because right now, I want to put my foot in somebody's culo. And it's all over the mere fact that that, 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 that it's the people who voted. I'm so mad, Chris. You don't even know. I'm going to have to go shoot, you know, 10-year-olds who are up too late on a Thursday night on Warzone. Don't just clip that first part because that you know I didn't mean the first part until I got to the part was on Warzone. Well, I'm just saying, I'm going to have to go shoot people on Warzone and take out some aggression with my friends on my Friday night because I'm so, like, rah, because it's the people who voted against it. If you ain't mad, then what the hell? It is funny, but it's also fucked up. I mean, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. It is fucked up. But it's fucked up. I'm going to leave you guys with this. And on that note, um, it has been a great and wonderful show. Uh, Don't forget, guys, that um, next week, not an official sit-down show. Uh, Two birds and one stoner going on the road, but I have a phone app that's going to allow me to broadcast from Denver. I'm bringing a fully charged power pack. I'm going to be ready to go. I'm at the backpack loudest, son. I'm going to be ready to go. I'm going to have my weed. I'm going to have my bowl. I'm going to have my lighter. I'm going to have my shit stoner moment backpack. I'm going to have my power pack. That's what I was forgetting. And then I'm going to have a blast with Ray and Ray. Thanks again. Ray just came out of the, me and Ray play video games together. So, you know, Ray, shout out again to the Hotbox homies, Ray and Jerry wrestling from the Hotbox homies again, taking your boy, Mr. Tramp to Denver for a little adventure on 420 next week. I, I'm going to have so much fun with those guys. And I really appreciate everyone that's been spending their time, you know, checking out the show, being part of it, calling in. Uh, whether it's on Instagram or it's over here on Podbean when we're live, or whether you're checking us out on your favorite podcast over there on like uh, 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 iHeart and TuneIn and Spotify and 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 and, and TuneIn is Alexa, right? Yeah, um, iTunes. That's the other Tune one. I forgot about that one. I just want to say thank you to all y'all, go all the countries. Yo, we've been popping in like 40 states. It's getting crazy, guys. And I know that it's it's gonna take time. It's gonna take time. But I'm telling you, if you're part of Wake and Bake America Radio, we're going somewhere. I don't know where that is. And all I know is you own your shit. And 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 when the money starts coming, bro. I'm telling you, we fitting to pay everybody because that's the fucking problem I got with business is is that everything I got into, everybody trying to keep as much as they can. Man, once we pay the bills, everybody getting paid because you know what this is? This is the conglomerate and the conglomerate don't stop. I'm out. It's time for Two Birds and One Stoner with me, Mr. Drake. That feel good show to get you going. I We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. You see, I got all my game from the streets of California. I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we smoke weed. We're just having fun. (laughs) I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. You could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? His gift is a curse. Forget the earth. He's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Successful. It's time for Blood Football.